Welcome to Corvette Today, the podcast that talks about everything Corvette. With your host, Steve Garrett, moderator of the world's largest Corvette website, CorvetteForum.com. MC and DJ at one of the largest Corvette weekends in the country, Corvette Fun Fest. President of the Corvette Club of Kansas City, Missouri. And radio disc jockey at the number one radio station in Kansas City for over 40 years. Here's Steve Garrett. Hey, thanks for listening to Corvette Today, the podcast that talks about everything Corvette. I'm your host, Steve Garrett. I appreciate you tuning in. You can listen to Corvette Today on all sorts of platforms like iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, now iHeartRadio, Anchor.fm, Breaker, Public Radio, Pocket Casts, and Overcast. You can also listen on your smart device. Just say, hey, Alexa, or hey, Google. Play the podcast called Corvette Today, and you're connected. Also, visit my new website, CorvetteTodayPodcast.com. You can sign up for Corvette Today notifications, updates, and information also at corvettetoday.ck.page. I'd like to thank our flagship sponsors of Corvette Today, Hendrick Chevrolet of Kansas City. Hendrick Chevrolet is the largest seller of Corvettes in the Kansas City area, and they ship nationwide. Visit ChevyUSA.com or call 913-384-1550. That's 913-384-1550. Today I have with me Adam Batali. Now, you might not know Adam's name, but you know his products. Adam is Adam's Polishes. He is the car Caroline officially for Corvette and Camaro. Adam, welcome to Corvette today. Uh, thanks you, Steve. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for being here, buddy. Let's talk about the early beginnings of Adam's polishes. Tell me about when you were young, when you realized that you like cleaning stuff and you like detailing things. Tell me about how you realized this is what you wanted to do for a living. Well, I don't think I knew I wanted to do it for a living, but I definitely enjoyed just being generally an OCD person. And, a, and I'm the guy that organizes the short forks and the long forks into a either side of the silverware drawer so that when you reach in there, they're stacked on the top of each other perfectly. So when I emptied the dishwasher as a seven, eight, nine-year-old, you could always tell if I was the guy who unloaded the dishwasher because everything was looking pretty straight. So <laughs> that, <laughs> I have that disease, you know, and that's been something that eventually has paid for our life and it's been exciting. So I'm just a guy who really accidentally started cleaning bicycles as a guy. Oh, wow. I was nine years old when I started that little business. Their parents ended up getting divorced. My mom started dating a cyclist. He ended up leaving his bike at our house after a long bike ride and it was dirty and he had laid the bike down and sort of scuffed up the handlebar tape. You know, think 1980, right? The way oh. things used to be yeah so i i went ahead and since i was such a bicycle fanatic from a real early age i had a relationship with jim kerwood who runs a bike shop there in san juan capistrano kind of where i grew up california and jim would let me build new bikes out of the box he sold fuji bikes and i'd go down there i'd say okay hey jim i need some handlebar tape i need new toe straps there's used to these use leather yeah. for the toe straps you know those are the good old days yeah that was back before china started importing plastic stuff that was all <laughs> it was all legitimate campagnolo you know made in italy it was there you cool. go but, yeah so i started this deal i, I detailed out this bike rewrapped the handlebars re-ran a derailleur cable 
apparently, this is my mom's new boyfriend, Mike Garth. Dr. Mike Garth went back to work and he told all of his friends, and apparently there's about a hundred of them in a cycling club, and they worked for Allergan Pharmaceuticals. He went back, told all of his friends that I'm like this prodigy manual laborer who really could clean things well. So my mom starts bringing home bikes from work every day. She'd bring wow. home a new bike, and then I'd go through these bikes and hey, people leave a list. I need to retape my bars, I need to put new tires on, I need to do whatever, and, and I'd be able to turn these bikes around in a couple of days. And it was very therapeutic. And I'm always really bad at sports. So it worked out that I could do these after school activities of detailing bicycles. And I'd ride my bike down to the bike shop and he'd let me assemble a few more new bikes out of the box. And okay, what do you need today? Oh, I need this, 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 and this. Okay. That sounds like about two bikes. So here they are on the boxes, you know, put them together. That's how we traded. And it was a pretty cool relationship. Interesting that that's where it all started. What a fun story too. I mean, does he realize that he was the one that kind of helped you spawn on this multi-million dollar company that you've got right now? He's not one to follow social media. He's not a huge follower of car care products. So he didn't really know until I went back over there and I brought him some products and I said, Hey Jim, I just want to tell you, thank you. <laughs> you initiated this, man. I went through and I did what's called the tour of gratitude. And I went and I thanked everyone that I could that was a part of our business, you know, turning 20 years old. And we videoed it. We had a big deal on our YouTube channel and it was pretty interesting. But I went and told him all this and he was like, no way. <laughs> That's so cool. And he had no, he didn't know that what his role was, was so important. He definitely received my gratitude very graciously. So it was cool. Adam, talk about the early stages of Adam's polishes, because you said that you're 20 years old. You guys have had some incredible rapid growth over the years. We have been blessed. Our business was a car detailing business, and I was always a car detailer. did bicycles for the first year of my sort of business life, and then I got into washing the cars in the neighborhood. We got into detailing fleets, and our first fleet was a couple of limousine fleets, and then in high school, that business grew quite a lot. After college, you know, I detailed cars through elementary, high school, and college, and afterwards, we got the account to detail for the Coca-Cola bottling company. Wow. Yeah, it was a great opportunity to constantly test products and find out, are we really using the most efficient process? And is our chemical doing the job with the least amount of dust created or cleanup created? Things like using a dressing for the rubber around the windows, if it really stains the glass and you have to use something bionic to get it off, well, then that's not really efficient. So we started mixing existing chemicals together to make chemicals that could help us detail a Coke truck more efficiently. And that was kind of how Adam's Polishes really started. We took the stuff that I had been using for years called Der Stuff, D-E-R, like the in German, Der Stuff. Wow. A guy named Der Dave. Der Dave is his nickname, of course, but he sold it at the local Porsche dealership, which is close to my house. I could run my bike there and buy the stuff. And I was buying his stuff. And then eventually on the weekends, I started selling his stuff at a swap meet. Wow. Der Shiny stuff. Yeah. Costa Mesa, California. We had a pretty unique little booth and we'd set up and make detailing kits and we'd sell all this stuff. And we were selling Der Shiny stuff and it was successful. But then once we started detailing these Coke trucks, we realized that the stuff we were selling wasn't the most efficient process. The products combined with the applicators or the towels or the scrub brushes or whatever, it just wasn't as effective as it could be. And, you know, we had 3,400 vehicles under our care. We had to get half of them done every year. So we had 24 months to accomplish about 3,400 details. So we were able to really do a lot of product testing on these trucks because we did 10 a night. We went there at three in the afternoon and we had to finish by 3 a.m. They load the Coke trucks out for their deliveries at between three and four. 
and out they go at 5 a.m. and they come back early afternoon. So we had these trucks and we had such a huge amount of learning to accomplish because we had so many vehicles to do. So it really helped us move things along. So we started bottling our own products. I think it was 2001 or late 2000. And that, those were products that we just started buying a 55-gallon drum of one manufacturer's like a polishing compound. And then we'd buy another 55-gallon drum from somebody else and mix them like 70-30. And what that did is that gave us, instead of having to buff a whole truck twice, we could, in fact, buff it once and get a finish that was pretty nice. So we started selling those concoctions. And then little by little, we sort of replaced all the dirt shiny stuff products with products that we could create. And then we started working with chemists who basically worked as the on-site in-house chemist for these chemical manufacturers. We would work with them, develop a brand new chemical instead of mixing other people's. And then we'd go ahead and color it bright pink and make it smell like strawberries and bubble gum. And boom, there's the detail sprays. That's kind of how we got started. That was our testing bed. And that's our process. So it wasn't like I'm a chemist or some highly intelligent person, just a good detailer who uh, was humble enough to take direction from chemists who said, nope, that's not the way to go. Go this way. Oh, thank you. And then they'd give us samples and we test them. And that's kind of how we started off. That's amazing. And it's really cool to hear that Coca-Cola wants nice, shiny trucks to deliver their products around town, too. What a great contract to get. It was super fortunate. The trucks, they were paying thousands of dollars to repaint their trucks. They'd repaint them every two years because they were turning pink. You've probably seen a Coke truck that has oxidized to a point where it looks pink. So we were saving them money. You know, they were like, hey, can you do this? And we were like, yeah, we can do this. This guy walked up to me. It was hilarious. Funny story. Ron Vogt was the fleet manager for Coca-Cola of Southern California, and he had one plant in Las Vegas. Ron Vogt walked up to me one morning at like 10 a.m. Obviously, I didn't know who he was. Kind of looked a little bit like Santa Claus, long gray hair, a little bit of a belly on him. He was at the end of his cigar. And he was dang close to the end of one of those like 24 ounce beers at the swap meet. <laughs> yeah. He's got his hat on backwards and he's got some Oakley Iridium blades. Do you remember those, the gold ones? Absolutely. They wrap around your head. Oh yeah. So that's Ron Vogt. He walks up to me, he goes, Hey man, I got a problem. Listen, I am spending all my budget repainting trucks. I can't even afford to buy tires. You got to help me, man. Do you know anybody who's a detailer who can buff out a red finish that's turned pink? back to red again can you help me man i'm like i might be the guy for you so he said great come see me tomorrow you know it was sunday we're at this open air marketplace sure and he gives me his address and he gives me his phone number and you know something to something something south central avenue and i'm like oh that's funny that's downtown la i went to college at usc it's right where i racked up hundreds of thousand dollars of student debt but i go there the next morning and nothing to lose right i'm not exactly loaded or super successful i pull up to that address and it's coca-cola bottling plant he didn't mention that he was a coca-cola he just said come see me at this address i park in the parking lot i walk into the building i go yeah i'm looking for mr ron vote this guy walks out perfectly manicured silver hair white shirt guy looks like a million bucks he goes that's me i'm ron and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, wow, Ron, I'm Adam. I'm the guy that you talked to yesterday. You know, you walked up to me with a, hardly any cigar left and well into your 20 ounces of beer by uh, 10 a.m. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come here, get in. He sent me his golf cart. We started driving the lot and looking at all these trucks that were turning pink. That's how we got that account. He says, listen, I'm paying 2200 bucks to paint each truck. 
can you do it for 10%? Can you do it for 220 bucks? And I would probably charge them 150, right? For that many trucks. I said, you know, Rod, I think I can do that. <laughs> 220 bucks it is. Let's do it. What a story. That's amazing. And the guy is just absolutely a wonderful human being. And, and without that, every single step of the way, the entire Adams Polish's story is a story of somebody who went out of their way to help us. And I think that the success of our story is as much about other people who were just so gracious and by the grace of our Lord came into my world and opened a door and boom, it came together. It wasn't like, oh yeah, Adam, he's a really enterprising young man. People say that. But if it wasn't for Ron Vogt of Coca-Cola, we might not be having this conversation right now. And if my mom's old boyfriend, Mike Garst, had, had he not gone out and s just screamed from the top of his lungs throughout the entire Allergan pharmaceutical business that I'm the guy who should be detailing their bikes, again, this conversation might not have happened. And I have dozens of people in our story to just show gratitude towards because, yes, we are incredibly successful. Yes, we've had an amazing success story and growth story, but... It was just, we we're blessed. God blessed us and brought people to us that just kicked doors open that I'm not sure would have just opened themselves otherwise. So it's pretty fortunate. You are a blessed individual, my friend. Speaking of that, though, talk about the relationship that you forged with General Motors because you are the official car care product line for Corvette and Camaro. I mean, that's impressive. How did that come about? One of our customers early on was a Corvette accessories business. And this business sold our products right when we started, really early days after we started the business. This little Corvette accessories shop in, in California, they took me and invited me to a Corvette show in Carlisle, Pennsylvania, the Corvettes of Carlisle, which is one of our favorite shows of the year, by the way. And we were hoping like heck that it actually happens this year in August. We think it will because we had a Carlisle show last weekend that went well. They took us there and I was there set up along with their tent to do demonstrations and sell our products. Well, while I was there, a couple of people rolled up in filthy brand new Corvettes. This was right in 2001 or 2002. So the C5 Corvette was the happening car, right? Just a great car. We were set up and these guys that rolled up in these cars had Michigan manufacturers plates on them. And uh, they walked up and said, hey, I need some stuff. I got to clean up a couple cars over here at the wash bay. Can you help us? I just need some stuff. And I said, sure, let's talk about it. You know, their cars are parked right in front of our booth. You know, we got really dirty wheels. We wiped out like five complete species of insects on the way here. I'm like, oh, yeah. Well, why don't I come help you? It was setup day. So I went over and helped. And guess who it was? It was Kirk Binion. You know who he is? Oh, yeah. The guy who designed the last three or four versions of the Corvette. Harlan Charles. Right. The product manager for Corvette. So these guys were some of the guys that came up. And then, oh, and then Tom Hill, was, who was the quality manager for Corvette for many, many years. So these are the guys who come up. They need help. So I go over to the wash bay with them. I bring a bucket full of stuff. And boom, we knock out the wheels. Boom, we knock out the bugs. Boom. I'm like, guys, we got to just pop the hood. Let's see if the engine's dirty. Oh, my gosh. That was terrible. Let's just go ahead and knock out the engines. It's so easy. They're like, what? Are you sure? Oh, yeah. No worries. Boom. Knock out the engines. We go ahead and clean these cars up. I have no idea who these guys are, right? They're just guys. And it's my first time at Carlisle. First time in the type of a situation. So guess what? We made friends and happened to make friends right out of the gate with some of the top brass in the Corvette program at GM. 
So of course, all those guys are just, they're just super humans. You know, if you've, you've probably interviewed them and they're just all, yeah, every one of the guys I just mentioned, they're just amazing people, just great people. And they happen to be up at the ups at GM. Then we started helping them every time that they went to a show and I, and I would give them some products to go try and they would speak loudly about it. Well, we got quickly involved and tightly involved with the Corvette program. And that helped us grow that customer base because then we started going to all the Corvette shows. We'd go to Corvette Fun Fest. There's a couple of different Corvette shows in Southern California. There's just a couple of big, huge Corvette events. And we would just be at every one of them because it was such a great customer. Unlike the Porsche guy or the Lamborghini guy, the Corvette person more often touches their own car. So they're really open to learning about this. The only other expensive sports car people are kind of open to learning about this Porsche owner is also somebody who does that, but not as fanatically as the, the Corvette owners really into it. So we just made quick friends with the Corvette program. And then they had a problem in 05 and 06. And I want to think it might have even been 07 when they first started developing the C6 Grand Sport. And the C6 Grand Sport had the new brakes, and those new brakes were really awesome. But they were kind of like the European car brakes. They dusted up quite a bit. They came with those new bigger brakes and the Z06 shortly after, bigger, big brakes. And again, dusty, but they, boy, would they stop you. So dealerships were charging back to General Motors as, quote unquote, a warranty repair when a customer couldn't figure out how to clean their wheels. They would say, oh, something's wrong with this car. My last Corvette didn't do this. So the dealership's like, we don't know what to do. Perfect. So they just go ahead and clean the wheels real good, spray them with acid, which really destroys the barrel of the wheel. But they spray with acid, get all clean, get back to the customer, and the customer would drive around for long enough. And then once you've washed a wheel with acid, basically it etches the face of the wheel, and then the brake dust embeds even deeper into it. So it becomes more and more of a problem. So the guys at GM said, Adam, we've got a problem. Can you help us? I said, sure. Can you come to Michigan? Need you to come out to Detroit. We need to get you through this. It's the middle of winter. And I said, okay, cool. Can you, can you bring me a car that's really dirty? And I need something that's kind of in the condition of the cars that you're dealing with. Oh, yeah. We got just the guy. His name's Harlan Charles. Harlan is a huge driver and not huge on cleaning. And he is the guy who will bring his car here. Okay. So Harlan pulls up in his charcoal gray C6 with the Grand Sport package. It's still being tweaked, but I said, listen, here it is. What can we do? Oh, here you go. Do this, 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 and that. Oh, gosh, that's it. Just a couple tools and a non-caustic cleaner and showed him how to do that. And then showed him how to do a couple other things, like one, getting the little fine scratch marks out of the car. The C5 and C6 have very hard clear coats, which unfortunately is scratch easy. And they're, they're a little bit difficult to remove the scratches. So I said, yeah, we can show you how to do that too. So we took an orbital polisher and, and we were able to, at once we got all the snow off Harlan's car, because it was literally snowing the day I got into Detroit, we went ahead and polished it and showed him, here's the wheels that are clean. Boom. Oh gosh, two brushes, a barrel brush and a face brush. That's so easy. Okay, now the paint, two buffing pads, two compounds, and you got that right. So now GM was basically equipped with enough understanding to know that a lot of times dealerships will run cars through car washes and those car washes are damaging to cars. You know, if you're running your car through an automated car wash, chances are good that you're running it through because you don't care about it very much. If you do care about it a lot, then don't run it through an automated car wash. You know, go to the pay and spray and wash it yourself. Bring your own bucket full of uh, wash pads and don't use the provided brush. Car washes at dealerships, they don't care. They'll still use brushes today at a lot of dealerships. You'll get your complimentary wash at a dealership and you go out and your car scratched to death. What it made clear to GM was that a lot of the damage that was happening to these cars was happening at the dealership or by the customer. And it wasn't a fault at all of manufacturer. 
So we help them get the process nailed down, solving the problems nailed down. And then after a while, another few things happened. There was a company called C-Magic, super nice guy. His name's Kermit. He owns a company called C-Magic been around for a while and he used to pay royalties or used to pay licensing fees to be the licensed car care products of the Corvette. I think it was probably kind of about the time that this Transport C6 came out that we started really getting involved in the Corvette program. I think right about then is when C-Magic decided to not pay those licensing fees anymore to be the licensed products for the Corvette. And we were developing pretty tight relationships. So at, the, at about that time, I think that we became officially the licensed car care products of Corvette in 2008. And ever since we've been licensed by GM for Corvette, when the Camaro came out, we'd be doing the same thing. We're also in cahoots a little bit with Cadillac. So we've got relationships there throughout Detroit and Bowling Green with GM, and, and we just do some neat things together. And it's, it's, a, it's a symbiotic relationship. We're talking with Adam Batali, the owner of Adam's Polishes, about the beginnings of Adam's Polishes. In segment number two, we're going to talk about the product line for Adam's Polishes and what's best to use on your Corvette. You're listening to Corvette Today, the podcast. Hey, honey, are you awake? Mm, I am now. I can't sleep. Since turning 50, I keep dreaming of a red door and a blue door, somehow knowing there are only choices for retirement. Okay. Through the red door, we outlive our money. We have to rely on our kids. We're stuck on a fixed income, it's terrifying. Yeah, that would suck. But through the blue door, our money outlives us. We retire on our terms. Our kids stay our kids, not our caretakers. We make work optional. Yes, that's much better. That's what I want too. But what do we do? We call True Wealth and Company at 913-653-8783. They specialize in helping successful people make work optional. They're our fiduciary blue door personal wealth managers. Hey, where are you going? It's 3 a.m. I can't can't sleep. I'm going to check out True Wealth and Company online at retirewithtrue.com. That blue door is going to be our retirement. 913-653-8783. Visit us online at retirewithtrue.com. Investment advice offered through True Wealth and Company, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Kansas. This is the Corvette Today podcast with Steve Garrett. You're listening to Corvette Today, the podcast. I'm your host, Steve Garrett. Thanks for listening. We're talking with Adam Patali, the owner of Adam's Polishes. In the second segment, we're going to talk about what is the best stuff to use in the product line for your Corvette. Adam, what do you recommend to keep Corvettes clean? I know it's different between each generation because of paint and clear coats, but talk about what you would recommend to a Corvette owner in the line to keep his Corvette clean and looking great. That's a pretty loaded question because, you know, if you're keeping an already perfect car clean, there's kind of one process. And if you're just cleaning a car, cleaning up your Corvette to detail it, that's different. So I'll start with the quick and easy. Hey, I've already got my car. It's already in great condition. I've got the paint swirl free. Now all I want to do is just wash it and dry it. So I'm going to give you two things that you should always use to reduce touching. So when you touch your car, you have way more chances of scratching it than if you're not touching your car, right? Sounds like a pretty reasonable statement. But the things that you can use to clean your car that reduce touching are one, a pressure washer, and two, a blower to dry the car. Using those two things, you can cause less damage to your finish and you will get a more thorough clean. So when you're using a pressure washer, people who are unaware might think, oh, no, pressure washers are bad. You're just going to pull the paint off. No, it's not. It's not going to do that. That paint's on there real well. You're not going to be blowing paint off. 
unless you have healing paint that's coming off and then it's going to be a problem. But at that point, who cares anyway, right? Right. So a pressure washer and then use a foam gun or a foam cannon. With a pressure washer, use a foam cannon. When you're cleaning your car, if you go ahead and foam your car down, after rinsing all the crud off, rinsing the majority of the surface dirt off, then you foam it. Basically, when you come over to wash it with one of our super soft wash pads, you'll end up causing less damage because this foam is basically like a, just a complete bed of lubricant. And that makes the wash pad go over the finish really softly and nicely. And that just reduces the amount of scratches that happen during washing. Most damage happens while you're washing your car. That's just the fact. You know, people cause more damage using an old ratty wash pad. You ever look in your wash bucket in your garage and you see like this old ratty looking wash pad, let's say it has dreadlocks on it almost. You ever see a dog that sort of gets a little bit too long between washings and their hair clumps into little clunks? Well, those wash pads no longer are soft on your finish. Those will scratch your car. You know, spend the eight bucks, get a new wash pad downgrade the other one to your exhaust pipe cleaning, uh, exhaustive cleaning pad. So those are important steps. The next thing is cleaning your wheels and tires is probably the most significant part of your car wash. So you have the right tools to clean your wheels and your tires, and you always start by cleaning your wheels and your tires. Most people, boom, hit the garage door button, pull the car out in the driveway, turn the hose on, hose it down. And then what do you do? You look for your bucket. You look for your wash pad. Do I even have any clean drying towels? Are they, in, are they all in the dryer? Are they all in a wadded up in my last wash? You want to get all of your products that you're going to use to wash and dry your car, get them all out on your sawdust-free workbench. Bottom line, getting all your towels ready, getting everything ready for your job. Where's your blower? Is it plugged in? You want to make sure all those things are done so that when you go to wash your car, you're going to be extremely efficient. And if you live in a place that has hard water, you're gonna avoid the water spots. Water spots are the worst. They just take a whole bunch of time to fix. There's no benefit, there's zero benefit. We have to rub and scrub water spots, which scratches. Water spots are to be avoided at all costs. So your whole process for me is about avoiding water spots, which means I wash the car so that I only rinse the car with water after I've done everything else. I've cleaned the wheels and the tires and I've cleaned the exhaust tips. If you do those after you wash your car and the water is just sitting, on your car that whole time, well, for sure it's gonna dry. Use your pressure washer, clean wheels, tires, wheel wells, exhaust tips. If you're gonna clean your engine, now's the time to do it before you do the rest of the car because there's a huge variable in how long it takes you to clean your wheels and tires. If you've been tracking your car or autocrossing it, so your wheels are dirty or if it's been too long or you've gone down some wet roads or snowy roads, God forbid, you're gonna take longer time to wash those wheels and tires. Don't let water sit on your car while you're doing your wheels and your tires. Cleaning your wheels and tires. Now we have a product for everything. Our website's got videos on every product page so you can see how to do it. But I'm just giving you high level things. And then when you go to dry it, you know, you wash the car, you suds it up with a foamer, you wash it real good. When you go to rinse it, make sure you don't rinse it until the whole car's washed. Our soap, every one of our soaps eliminates water spotting. So if the soap dries on your Corvette or any of your cars completely, you're good. It's way better than having the hard water dry in your car because that means now it's surgery. Now you got to work on getting those spots off. When you go to rinse your car, always rinse the shaded part first. Rinse the part that's cool because the hot part of your car is going to dry fast. And that means you're going to get water spots. So I always rinse the shaded side first. And then finally, when you're ready to pull that thing in the garage or pull it under a tree or do whatever you got to do to make sure that you're in the shade for the drying process, rinse the hottest parts of the car last. And then 
I like to spray the whole car down with some drying aid, like either detail spray or spray wax. Spray that all over the whole car. That'll, again, slow spotting down and then make sure your towel glide over it. We have this towel called our Ultra Plus Drying Towel. It's super absorbent. It's like a major water magnet. And it also works as a polishing agent when you're putting a little bit of a detail spray or spray wax in your car when you dry it. That's a process that's going to save a lot of brain damage. If you kind of do things in the right order, it makes the process so much better. And of course, the results are infinitely improved. Now, even with Adam's polishes, you sell a full line of accessories, whether it's a DA polisher, you've got kits, you've got accessories, you've got apparel as well, right? We do. You know, we've been super blessed to get people that want to buy and wear our products, hoodies and hats and t-shirts. Crazy. And then all the other accessories, like the DA polishers, those are huge. It's so important. Anything that you need to get your car perfect and keep it perfect, that's our sweet spot. You know, we're focused on the guy and the girl in their garage on the weekends working on their cars. Our stuff's all designed for the end user so that it's safe. The system is super easy. All the buffing pads are matched the color. You know, the blue buffing pads use the blue compound. The white polish you use with the white buffing pads. The blue waterless wash, you use that with the blue waterless wash towels. We try to make it as simple as possible so you're not like, what did he say? Oh, oh yeah, blue and blue. Adam Patali is our guest today on Corvette Today. Adam, a big, big segment of your market right now has to be ceramic coatings. Talk about what is offered with Adam's polishes in ceramic coatings. We did not invent the ceramic coating. That's important to say, and I want to make sure that we come clean there. The ceramic coatings, they outperform any other type of protection on your car. First of all, it's way shinier. And second of all, the self-cleaning and hydrophobic properties that you get out of it are just amazing. In other words, you rinse a car down after you've ceramic coated it, and most of the dirt comes straight off. And if you've driven in the rain, if you foam gun your car and then rinse it, that's usually enough to get your car clean once it's been ceramic coated. A ceramic coating or a nano coating is basically a liquefied layer of glass that's extremely thin, that rejects water, it's hydrophobic, and it makes it so that when a water droplet goes down your finish, it picks up all the little pieces of dirt on the finish. It's also about four times harder than the clear coat that was factory applied to your finish. In other words, it's harder to scratch and if you do end up scratching it, you're scratching the ceramic coating, and the ceramic coatings are actually easier to buff fine scratches out of. So let's say you forget to put the little hanger on your rear view mirror. You take your car in for service. The dealership does a quote-unquote courtesy wash. You come out, and your black car has swirl marks now because it's been washed with a push broom. Oh, no. Now what? Well, your car was ceramic coated, so those superficial scratches are all in your coating, and they're not in your finish. So when you go to fix that, you're not removing any material from your car. You're just repairing the ceramic coating. Ceramic coatings last between one and five years. Five years on a car that never sees the light of day, that never drives in the weather, that never gets washed. So the five-year coating to me is kind of silly. One year, you get a coating on your car that lasts one year and you get the, all the benefits of that easy washing, the super high gloss of the glow of the ceramic, and then the protection from scratching. That's huge because guess what? A year down the road, let's say you only drive 5,000 miles a year in your Corvette. You're still going to wash it every 100 miles, right? Maybe every 200 miles you're going to wash your car? Sure. That's a lot of washes, right? You're going to put fine scratches in your car. You're going to park under stuff that hurts your car. Things are going to happen. You're going to want to polish your car once a year. It's an easy process. We teach you how to do it in our videos. But for me, every year, I want a flawless car all the time. 
I don't want a car that's quote unquote protected for five years that just looks so so after year two, you know, because oh wait, I have a five year coating. It's just unrealistic. Plan on ceramic coating your car once a year. My favorite in our ceramic line is the ceramic spray coating. It's just so easy. There's no brain damage to it. The maintenance products, the ceramic boost and the CS3, which is a the ceramic spray three cleans, shines, and protects. Those are all products that are sort of complementary to the ceramic line. It is so much better than polymer sealant or carnauba wax. It's just incredible the protection you get out of it. And it really makes your cleaning so much easier. And the glow is crazy. But you always want to ceramic coat a car. You ceramic coat a car that's in the condition that you're thrilled about. If you're ceramic coating a car that's not already perfect, well, then you're ceramic coating in an imperfect finish. So make sure you get the finish where you want it before you ceramic coat it. So people are charging two grand to ceramic coat a car. Really, 1500 bucks of that is paint correction. You're spending so much time with the machine. You're polishing out every little scratch of the whole finish, getting the paint to glow. And then once perfect, you ceramic coat your car. When you're ceramic coating, you, know, you want to think about the condition because it is going to hold up for at least a year. So you do want to think about the condition and make sure maximize the shine and the perfection before you go ahead and lay down the ceramic coating. Ceramics are amazing. They've changed our industry completely. It's been an amazing transformation in how great a finish can be and then how nice it is to take care of it. It's such a pleasure to wash a car that's been ceramic coated. Absolutely right. And with the COVID-19 pandemic going on, you guys have expanded into hand sanitizers, soaps, and also surface cleaners, right? We have indeed. And we got into that real early into the pandemic. And it was a nice time to do it. You know, people couldn't get sanitizer. Frontline workers couldn't get sanitizers. We got into chemical manufacturing early. We became partners with our chemical manufacturer and we acquired that business in 2018. So now we have the most talented team ever as a chemical manufacturing base. Our team was amazing to step up. Our marketing director, Matt, our operations director, Nick, and then our main chemist, Chris, and the whole team, they all came up with, hey, we can make this stuff and we can make it available. And the coolest thing was, for the heaviest months when everyone was super afraid, you know, people were all freaking out. We went ahead and sold bottles and we charged full boat shipping, $9.99 flat rate shipping. And people were like, you're gouging us for shipping. We're like, no, we're giving away a third of it. So we sold three bottles. We gave one bottle away. So every third bottle we gave away to a fire department, a police department, hospitals. We gave it plus shipped it. So everyone that paid 10 bucks for shipping for the sanitizer, and it was like a three or four bottle deal. Initially, they complained. Then they read that we were doing that. And they were like, you guys are awesome. Good for you. That's cool. So, you know, People helped us by helping us pay for the shipping of this product to the frontline workers. We gave away 10,800 and something bottles over those really spooky couple of months when we were really thinking that the pandemic was every hospital was going to get filled, everybody was going to be on a respirator, and we were going to see some crazy wipeout of population. We were grateful to be there, and I feel like we showed up at a time where people could really use the, they needed the product, they couldn't buy it anywhere else. We were able to provide it. It felt like the right thing to do at the right time, and we feel like very blessed that we were able to do that. Absolutely right. We're going to take a break real quick, but in segment number three, we're going to talk about where you can get your Adams products and where you can see them across the country. You're listening to Corvette Today, the podcast. Fact. According to the March of Dimes, 40,000 babies are born each year in the United States with heart defects. At Athletic Testing Solutions, we take that 
Well, to heart. ATS offers the ATS Heart Check, a series of non-invasive tests to identify possible hidden heart defects in your kid's heart. Frequently, the symptoms of sudden cardiac arrest are masked or misdiagnosed. The ATS Heart Check can help detect congenital heart problems or abnormalities that don't show up during regular checkups or a sports physical. Have you ever wondered about your child's heart health? The ATS Heart Check is a terrific option, and it gives you peace of mind that your child is heart safe. Sudden cardiac arrest claims on average 130 young lives each week. Don't let your kids be a statistic. The ATS Heart Check only takes 20 to 30 minutes and utilizes an EKG and echocardiogram ultrasound of the heart. Visit ATSHeartCheck.com to schedule your child today or call toll-free at 888-537-2597. 888-537-2597. You're listening to the Corvette Today Podcast with Steve Garrett. Thanks for listening to Corvette Today, the podcast. I'm your host, Steve Garrett. Today with me, Adam Patali. Adam is the owner of Adam's Polishes. In our final segment, we're going to talk about where you can go see Adam's Polishes, the demonstrations, and how you can buy the products, plus some of the collaborations. Adam, in a perfect world without the pandemic, what shows, Corvette-oriented, do you guys participate in? So we do either ourselves through our team, our show team, or our resellers. So we have a couple of guys around the country husband and wife teams and single guys, single gals even that go around and they set up at little shows. All in, we're at about a hundred events a year. Wow. So we get around pretty good. The ones that we own and operate, the ones that we're specifically in charge of are our cars and coffee. So they're free events. Our hometown cars and coffee is here in Lafayette, Colorado. We hold it on the first Saturday of every month. It's at Flatirons Church and it's off of Highway 287 and South Boulder Road. And it is an absolutely great event. Flatirons Church used to be a Walmart. So 1,600 cars can fit in the parking lot. Wow. And unfortunately, make sure you check online before you go to the next one because we have been more than filling up that parking lot every time. So we'll be looking for a little bit bigger parking lot soon. So we do that one. That's a great one. And then we also have a facility in Southern California, not far from where we started the business. That location is in Anaheim. So right off of Glassell and 91 Freeway in Anaheim. And again, both of these places are you can find them online. You can Google Adams Anaheim or Adams Colorado. And then our headquarters, of course, where you can see our building right on the I-25 in Thornton, Colorado. And that's kind of close to where the I-25 and the 36 and the 76, all the major freeways, 270, they all kind of meet right there. So you can come to our headquarters. We have a major showroom there at our headquarters in Colorado. We have a major showroom at our headquarters in Anaheim, California. We do all the detailing and we set up with our big show trailer also for Barrett-Jackson. So we do their shows. We help maximize the hammer price of every car sold at Barrett-Jackson. Let's say you're going to sell your Chevelle and you live in Ohio and it's January and you're shipping it to Scottsdale, Arizona. Well, guess what? That car is about to drive through some nasty weather. And not all cars get shipped even in enclosed trailers. Some get shipped on an open trailer. Well, they show up nasty. So we are able to offer all the detailing services as the exclusive detailer for Barrett-Jackson. We do all the detailing for all the cars there on site, and then we maintain the cars that are, are there. So that's in January. We have Scottsdale, Arizona. In, I believe it's March or early April, West Palm Beach. Then in June, we typically head up to Connecticut for the West Palm Beach there at the Mohegan Sun Resort. And then 
The last one is in October in Las Vegas. So we're at each one of those shows, and those are huge. We also go to a bunch of the good guys' car shows, and then we also have to talk about Hot August Nights, a great big event out there in Reno, Nevada, every August. This year it's canceled. It's such a bummer. This would have been our 16th year there as one of the title sponsors of that event. Just a great show. And then in Carlisle, Pennsylvania, we actually keep a truck and a trailer in Carlisle, Pennsylvania. And I actually have a little house right on the fairgrounds that I lived in from 2005, 2007. And we bought that little house. And so we are at that Carlisle events for nine shows a year. There's the Corvette show, of course, the spring and fall auction, the Ford show, the import show, the motorcycle show, the truck show. The Mopar show. So there's all these different events. So we keep a truck and trailer there and we do all the events there at Carlisle events, except for just one or two. I forget which smallest ones they have. And then on the Friday night, which is one of my favorite things of the whole year, the Friday night of the Corvette show, I host a customer appreciation party. Our Corvette customer appreciation party is held right outside gate three in Carlisle. That event is literally right on just those there's houses that face the fairgrounds. We have a big, kind of like a, a mini circus big top tent pitched over the lawns of three houses, my little house that we own and then each neighbor. We order about 100 pizzas and then we get about 60 feet of chicken Parmesan subs. We bring wine and beer and sodas and water. And I just throw this party just as total gratitude to our customers because we have the Corvette customers just become such a huge piece of our business. We throw this party. We get usually 350 to 400 people, and, and it's just a great event. It's so much fun. We ask questions like, what was the only year they didn't make a Corvette? You know, so they'll quickly put their hand out. 1983. Oh, okay, great. Well, here you go. Here's a uh, free gallon of detail spray. So we give away a whole bunch of stuff. We have fun, you know, and it's, there's no agenda. We're just grateful, and the people are so awesome. People give me gifts like crazy. Last year, this guy, Tony, who, who, who makes neon signs, he presented me with this custom Atlas Polishes neon he made of our logo. I was like, you know, tearing up. Like People just do amazing things. So we've been doing that party since 2005. So this is going to be our 15th year. Of, but man, we have done it so many years in a row. And we get such a great turnout. And everyone's like, you got to do something. You got to pass the ball. Oh, no, we don't. If you're asking me about events, that's probably my very favorite night of the whole year of events. It's Friday night of the Corvette party right outside Gate 3. Look for us. Come in 5.30 or 6. Come hungry. We'll feed you. And it's, it's wonderful. Oh, and some other events, of course. So we're also involved with the Corvette Museum. Yes. In Bowling Green. So we do a whole bunch of events there. We do their birthday bash. We do three or four events a year at the Corvette Museum. They make our products available. So the Corvette Museum, if you do a museum delivery, go walk, walk on and they have our full major supply. I mean, I had a killer display made with big video screens explaining how to do things to clean your car. So we have that there. We have about 525 Chevrolet, GMC, and Cadillac dealerships around the USA. You can buy our stuff at those Cadillacs since we're really involved with GM. So it made it easy for us to do that process through GM accessories. You can actually select our products online. If you go to your dealership, you want to order a car, you go to GM.com or Chevrolet.com or wherever you're going to go. And you order your car. And at the end, it'll say, do you want mud flaps? Yes. Do you want floor mats? Yes. Do you want an Adams Polish's detail kit? Yes. 
you can click that and boom it'll be in the back of your car when you take delivery gotta love that that's awesome it is it's cool it's validating right it feels like it's a it's a pretty legitimate way for us to be involved with the people who are fans of the brand so those are all places that you can get our stuff besides all the shows we also have a cars and coffee that we do in west palm beach west palm beach is always different so there's a different weekend southern california a huge one of our biggest markets we do our cars and coffee there which is the last sunday of every month we hold the cars and coffee at our Anaheim store first Saturday of every month in Lafayette, Colorado at Flatirons Church. And then it's always changing the West Palm Beach cars and coffee. Tell everybody what the website is and about the YouTube channel real quick. Well, that's pretty easy. Adamspolishes.com. Adamspolishes.com is the website. If you type in Adams Polishes, we have a full on YouTube channel. Another thing I guess is worth mentioning is that we have a full-on store on Amazon. So the Amazon, if you're already paying to be a Prime member and you're already getting benefits there, well, if you want some of our stuff and you live in an area where it's maybe a little bit remote and you have to wait too long, I think that we've got our products in every single Amazon distribution center, but we know that we're in dozens of them around the country because we ship to dozens of them. It could be hundreds now for all I know. But bottom line, we do have a pretty cool store on Amazon. So the Adams Polish store it kind of looks a little bit like our website. It's pretty cool. So you can go there and get stuff shipped free if you're a Prime member. Buddy, thank you so much for being with us today on Corvette Today. I really appreciate your time. This has been such an interesting interview because there's so much stuff that I didn't know about. And you've brought all that to light about how to take care of your car, what's available, ceramic coating. This has been lots of fun. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And hey, just for the record, so you know, and my title at Adams Polishes is founder. So... We've got partners in this business, some people that have added so much value. So I don't want to call myself owner. Let's call myself founder. I'm the guy that started this enterprise, but we have an amazing team and they're the ones that, you know, I really want to hold high. My business partners, our marketing team, our fulfillment team, just an amazing, amazing group of human beings. And I just want to make sure I bring them to light because gratitude is really owed. That's perfect, buddy. Thanks again for being on Corvette Today, the podcast. Thank you, Steve. Appreciate it. You've been listening to Corvette Today with Steve Garrett. If you'd like to contact Steve with any thoughts on the podcast or ideas for guests on Corvette Today, you can email him at stevegarrettdj at gmail.com. That's stevegarrettdj at gmail.com. Garrett has two R's and two T's. Or connect with Steve on social media on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram using at Steve Garrett DJ. Thanks again for listening to Corvette Today.